Father, we just pray, Father, for your Holy Spirit to fill this room today, Father. We just thank you for all that are here today, Lord, and we just pray that you'll soften all our hearts so that we can hear with our hearts and that our lives can truly be changed by your word. We pray, Father, for John Paul. We just pray, Father, that you'll, uh, your Holy Spirit will take over John Paul and you, you'll use him as your vessel today to, to preach your word that will change our lives here today, Father. We just give you thanks and praise for all your mercies that you show us constantly. We just love you and give you all the praise. In Christ's name. Am I on? Yeah. Hey, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a little bit different service than than you've probably ever been to before. <laughs> you know what? She wasn't born like that. When when she was a yearling, she couldn't do that. When she was a two year old, she still couldn't do that. Um, everything that <laughs> she still, but. Today we're fixing to have us a baptism, and I was thinking of a great, of a good analogy of what's happening. In a minute, we're going to pull a a wagon in here, and and there's going to be water, and young Corvin's going to get baptized. And I'd like Corvin and his family to come on down and get in the ring here in a minute, as is as I start talking, and we're going to have some scripture. But do you know when this mare was a baby, if you would catch her and put a halter on her head, and you would pull. By her nature, she would go the other way. She would pull against it. Later, when she was saddled the first time, when you got on her and there was a bridle in her face, if you would pull on them bridle reins instead of slowing down, she would speed up. When, by her nature, when you'd put a spur in her belly, if you'd push here, she'd push back. All horses are like that. They're born like that. They go against the pressure. If there's pressure, they push against it. Most animals are, but horses are really bad. But what you see over time and her humbling herself, her getting in a repentant state, actually, to where that she listens to her rider. You see right there, she's pressing with her right leg. Instead of going into it, she's going away from it. And Heather, she can move her back end. She can move her front end. All of that is counter- to her very nature. Her nature that she was born with wanted to do the opposite of that. But she was virtually born again and she had humbled herself and she had learned how to become something of value. If she hadn't got to the place that she would listen, if she hadn't gotten to the place that she would go against the, the nature that she was born with, she would be nothing more than something to look at. You couldn't pull her around. You couldn't lead her. You couldn't go anywhere. And she certainly couldn't do anything of value. But as she humbled herself and allowed her master to alter her nature, she became something of value. And the more that a horse humbles themselves and the more that they focus on their rider and the more opportunity they have to learn the more value they have so you can see where i'm going with this this is exactly what's fixing to happen we're today as baptism we're showing a sign that young corvin 
was born with a certain nature. He was born with a desire to please himself. He was born with a desire to love himself first. He was born with a desire to be selfish. When somebody would push, he wanted to push back. Now, he's showing us something brand new. He's showing us that he's a new creation in Christ, that God is changing his very nature, and he's becoming something of value. He's becoming something of value on this earth, and he's becoming something of value eternally. So in, in a minute, as we come on in here with the water, I want you to consider where you are in this. If you have never been baptized, I don't believe that that will keep you from heaven. But I absolutely believe that if you have never been baptized, it's pretty hard to be inside God's will. He asks us to show publicly that we have submitted and we're becoming a new creation. And the baptism is a sign that what we were is gone and what we are becoming is brand new and it is different than our very nature. I want you to turn with me first to Galatians, the third chapter. And I'm just going to read one verse here, Galatians three twenty-seven. I love the sound of them Bible leaves turning. I got these new hearing aids. I can actually hear them. It's awesome. They're coming. So those of you that don't. Galatians 3.27. So what Corvin is showing us today. And anybody else. If you're here today. And the Holy Spirit is overwhelming you. That you have never been obedient. That you have never really showed the public. That you want to be of value that you want to be a new creation in Christ that you want to bridle up and get off the spur when it comes when he shows you how to be of more value I invite you I'm just going to ask you a couple of simple questions we'll go through some scripture and today the water is not warm I'm going to tell you right now it's not but it will be memorable and I invite you 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 know the other day I seen a Billy Graham quote he says he says I never met anybody that regretted become that regretted being saved. I've never regret, met anybody that regretted being obedient in Christ once they were saved, of going ahead and following through. Oftentimes leading up to it you're like, "Oh my gosh, what's people going to think? Who's you know, they're right there in front of all my peers. They've seen me at my worst, and now I'm standing before them showing that I'm different, that I'm new." That's a lot of pressure. It is. Join the crowd. The rest of us had to do it too. You know, I mean, that's just part of the deal, and it was awesome. And none of us regretted it. So, and I love this verse. There's a lot of verses in the the Bible about baptism, but I love this one right here. It says, all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put Christ on like putting on new clothes. And I've thought about that a long time. Oh, Corvin, you know. He's probably not going to grow up to be a cowboy. He's probably not, but he's here at Cowboy Church, and I'm his pastor, and I can only think of things in a cowboy way. So in my way of thinking, there is nothing finer than to put on a brand-new hat and have it shaped just right. I, I bend mine around, and they don't stay shaped good long, but, but the truth of the matter is 
I like when I go somewhere, I want people to see that this is the culture that I'm from. This is who I am. And that's what Corvin is showing us today. He's showing this is who I am. I'm putting Jesus on like a brand new Stetson hat. And I am going to want to invite, if there's anybody else here that would like to make that statement, I want you to start wandering your way down into this ring, and we're going to get you wet right along with Corvin. What does that look like in your lives? I want you to turn with me for a minute. You know, and this is really interesting. Most people today think that the Old Testament is null and void, that the only thing of value in the Bible is New Testament. That ain't true. The Old Testament shows us how we are, how we live. The New Testament shows us the hope of where we're going. So I'd like you to turn with me to Psalms right now, the 51st Psalm. And this is going to give us a snapshot of what it looks like. We're going to start right in the beginning of it here. The rustling's starting to slow down. It's beautiful sound with these hearers on. Man, it's awesome. 51.1. Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. And I want to be really clear on what sin is. Sin is missing the mark. There's one mark, Jesus. Everything else is sin. I wish I could tell you that there was gray area where there's stuff that's lesser sin or more sin or this or that. The truth of the matter is there's one target. It's Jesus Christ, and anything that don't hit him is sinning. If you've got something that seems really good and valuable in your life, but it's guiding you away from Jesus, it's sinning. No matter how important it is to you. So, and we all got this problem. We are born with it, our very nature. But in that, we're showing right now today, Corvin is showing us that that is my nature, but I'm letting him train me against my own very nature. Same as what this horse was right here. Verse 2, wash me, clean me from my guilt, purify me from my sin. Verse 3, for I recognize my rebellion, it haunts me day and night. That's the starting place. Verse 4, against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved night right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. You got every right to call me out, Lord, because I am a sinner. Everybody in here has this same story. For I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment of my mother conceived me. You could put in parentheses, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me, I was a sinner. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. We started recognizing, you know, the, tr the amazing thing about the truth of Jesus Christ, when you tell somebody the truth, if, even if they've never heard it before, they know it's true. It's because the living God was there before we were conceived, and he put that truth inside of us, and when we hear it, we recognize it. The same as a baby calf. You know, a baby calf is born, and somehow inside of it, it knows that life in that teat if it can get a hold of that teat, out of it will come pure life. When we hear the story of Jesus Christ, 
even if we've never heard it before, somehow we know that it's true, and we know that it's life, and we know that it is the only thing that's truly good for us. If that was different, you wouldn't be here. But you're here, and you know it's true. And everybody you run onto in the street also knows it's true. They just maybe not heard it yet. And it was put into us from before conception. Seven, purify me from my sins. Oh, Lord, you can do that? Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. All of that can be taken care of. Verse eight, oh, give me back my joy again, the misery when we know who we are. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. That is what happens when you come to him. He scrubs it clean. It's done. It's over. He says he's done all he needed to do for us. And he did it on the cross. And we just need to come to him and receive it, which young Corvin has done. And I invite you to do the same. Ten. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Who don't want this? Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me, not just to the living God, but to our brothers and sisters in Christ. We want to be loyal. We're just not. By nature, we're selfish. But he will change us. He'll get us broke. When he gets a hold of the bridle reins, we'll bridle up. When he nudges us here, we'll get our hip over. We'll move our front end over. We will. And we'll like it. Well, thank praise God he covered me in that. Eleven. Do not banish me from your presence, O Lord. And don't take your Holy Spirit from me. That's where we get our power. That's where we get our conviction. That's what makes life happen. Restore me to the joy of your salvation and Make me willing to obey you. I want to humble myself and obey you. My nature don't want to, but I want to. 13. Then, once you do this with me, then what I'm going to do for you, Lord, is then I will teach your ways to rebels, and they will return to you. When we leave here today, that's our task. Little Corbin, when he leads here today, he's different. His dad, every time his dad talks to me, he says, since he came to you and we went through it and he accepted Jesus and he accepted that he wants to be baptized, he's different. He is not the same boy of a month ago. Praise God, he's changed. <laughs> Forgive me this is really interesting. Then I teach your ways to rebels, and they will return to you. And that's what I want. Corbin is going to do that. Just by being changed, people are going to be changed. Because, like, what is with this kid? He's different. Same as it is with you and me. Forgive me for shedding blood, O oh God, who saves. You're like, wait a minute. I ain't never killed nobody. I'm going to tell you right now, you have. Your actions... My actions have caused people to be further from Christ than they would have been if we had acted different. Every one of us here, we have fouled up and people have been further from Christ because of our actions. That's worse than blood. That's eternal. And we're all guilty of it. Me too. But we're forgiven of it right here. He just wants to make it clear. Forgive me for shedding blood, O oh God, who saves. Then I, knowing that you've covered that, 
Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Verse 15, unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you instead of the crap that used to come out of it. 16, you do not desire a sacrifice or that I would that I would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. At that time, they gave physical offerings and they thought that was going to bail them out. Today, we get to doing stuff. If Oh, if I just show up to church, maybe I'll be good with God. He's like, no. Does he not want us to come to church? No, he wants us to come to church. Does he not want us to do right? No, he wants us to do right, but that ain't what he wants first. The sacrifice you desire, 17, the sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart. That's what we come. We know who we are. We know the mistakes we've made. We know that we're born with her nature. When somebody pulls, we pull back. When somebody pushes, we push back. We're thinking about number one, and we're only good to look at, just like she would be. But as we repent, as we put our focus, and now repent, we've gone through this here before, but repent, it's being aware of who we were, who we are in our nature, but it's mostly about changing our focus from here to him. She was of no value when she could only think of herself. But when she started plugging herself into the rider, she became of great value. And the more she does that and the more time that she spends with her rider, the more value she will have. So it is with us. Repent. Repent is getting our focus from here to him. I screw up. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. And with that, I want to uh, I want to pray over that. And I want I want Corbin and his family to come on in the ring. And I want to wheel in the wagon if anybody's in charge of that thing. Please pray with me for a second. Father, we love you. And Father, we uh, we get to operate in your grace and your protection and your mighty power. You are amazing. And you love us and you have done all you need to do for us to be of value. All we need to do is allow you to do it in us. All we have to do is hook up on you and let you train us to be valuable in this life and the next. Father, right now as I'm praying, if there's anybody that has never made that decision, I pray that they're making it right now. That you have convicted their heart, that you have spoke to their mind, that they know it's true, that they know that they're rebellion, that they know that they're of no true value yet, but they can be. No matter where we come from, what we've done, the mistakes we've made, who we were five minutes ago don't make any difference. What matters is, is that we allow you to create a new heart in us and a new future for us. And we want to, we want to rejoice in that. We want to share it. We want to celebrate it. And Father, we want to celebrate Corvin and anybody else here today that's willing to come forward and make this same confession of faith that he's making. We praise you for that. We praise you for your presence in this barn.
We praise you for our lives that are being changed as you're changing us. And most of all, we just thank you for loving us, though we don't deserve it. In Jesus' name, amen. I got to tell you, a long time ago, I was sitting up on a fence like this, watching some people train some horses, and I jumped down, and my spur hung right here, and my foot there, and the first thing that hit the ground was my head. (laughs) I didn't do that today. Come on down here. And anybody else, we looks like we got a new taker, ain't it? I want the families to come. Uh, listen, right here, I asked Corvin's family to come with him. And I'm going to tell you why. I can be the spiritual leader, but I am not the leader at home. I am not the leader when he's in school. I am not the one that, that will hold him accountable when he's doing all the other things and guiding him to the truth. His family has that responsibility. And so what a mighty thing when his family is so committed, they're like, yeah, not only do we support this, but we're stepping up to say that we're going to be responsible for it also. Is that a true statement? Yee. So actually, I want you guys up on the wagon too. And I want you to get on up here. Yeah, you better do that. They're going to get wet. Oh, it's fine. Come on up here. Come on up here, Dad. Mom. Sis, get on up here. I want you to come around this face this way, right here. I'm before you. You can get in there if you want to. Get it. You can get it. It is cold. Listen to that. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you a couple questions, Dad. I want you to get your hands on him. Mom, get up here. Okay, Corvin, do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? You've already made that. You Do you agree to put him on like a new hat, like new clothes? You're going to wear him every day. Yes, going to do your best to do that. Do you believe that God is sovereign, the creator of the whole universe, and the Father to Jesus? Do you believe that the Holy Spirit also is here to help you and guide you through this life? Yeah, uh-huh. me too. Okay, get on your knees. Rip the band-aid off. It'll be okay. Get, get your hands on him, Dad. Plug your nose if you want to. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's awesome. Come on. This is my nephew right here. Can you see the family resemblance? Yeah. <laughs> Come here, Cole. 
Yeah. This is so awesome. It's, and I, you guys are an absolutely, you've got him to this point, and you're in agreement that, you're, you, that it's your responsibility to, to help keep him on track and to support him and nurture him and grow him to be the man in Christ that he was bred to be. Okay, Cole, I got a couple questions for you. Do you believe that Jesus is, it was by his blood that you, that you get to be free, that your sins are forgiven? Do you believe that God is the father of Jesus, that he is sovereign, the creator of the entire universe, the God of gods, king of kings, he created everything, including you? Do you believe that the Holy Spirit is his gift to us to convict us and to guide us through this life? Okay, get on your knees. Mom and Dad, get your hands on him here. Plug your nose if you want to. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The water didn't get any warmer, but if you're supposed to be down here, you got to hurry up. We want to do it. So is that, that's awesome. Let's look at you guys. You'll be next. <laughs> it's coming soon. Do, do we have a closing song? As, and uh, Listen, as, as we get ready to close, the new baptisms, I want them in the hallway so that the families can, so that we as a church body can celebrate them. The 24 new members, I would like you also to get in the hallway so that we can love on you and celebrate this wonderful new beginning. And I'm going to say it again. Nobody has gone back to Thousand Hills Ranch Church. We are going forward to Thousand Hills Ranch Church, and it is mighty. It is amazing. Come on up here. Your shoes and all. Okay. Get in here. You never been baptized before? Do you believe that Jesus is sovereign to create the Son of God and and the one whose blood was shed that, that that allows you to be a new creation? It's through His power. He is the name of He is the name of names, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Everybody's going to bow to Him sooner or later. God is his father, the the creator of the universe, the one that's got the plan for your life, the one that can cleanse you through his son. And the Holy Spirit is the one that gives you the power to get through it, that convicts you and guides you in this life. Yes, and you're ready. What's your name? Chuck Roach. Okay, Chuck Roach, get on your knees, buddy. You want to get a hold of your nose or not? Chuck Roach, I baptize you, my brother in Christ, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Whoop, head all the way down, yeah. (laughs) Good, good job, man. Come on up here. What's your name? Jessica. Jessica. Do you want to take your shoes off? Them things are going to get wrecked in there, I promise you. Come on. Yeah, please. (laughs) God is good, ain't he? 
come. Yeah, you will not regret this one. Come on, family. We're going to wait. We're going to make her shiver a little while while you're getting here. A little faster. <laughs> no hurry, but if you could hurry just a little bit, it'd be all right. Oh, you're awesome. How old are you? 23. 23. It's about time. <laughs> I'm proud. Yeah, it is too long. We all think that right here. It's like, what took me so long? I baptized a guy one time, and he was, he was, he was had cancer, terminal cancer, and he was like sixty some. had had just a few months to live, and when he got done, he his statement was, "As I can't believe I waited so long." If that's you today, the water's still cold. Come on. <laughs> okay, family. This is this is where the rubber meets the road. You guys are in agreement to help her become the woman in Christ that she was created to be through good teaching and good guidance and be in agreement with her in Christ. Oh, man, I'm so proud of you guys. You are awesome. Okay, we need you on your knees. Do you, do you believe that, that it's by blood, Christ's blood that you're free and that he is the name of names, the Lord of lords, King of kings, that's by his power that you're a new creation? Do you believe that God is the Father of him and the creator of the entire universe and, and the one that created you from before conception and he has a plan for you? And do you believe that the Holy Spirit is overtaking you right now to guide your life and convict you and that you are different because of the Holy Spirit in you? Jessica, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, my sister. (laughs) That is awesome. (laughs) <laughs> what, a, what a great day. Help <laughs> make sure that... How are you? I've never been uh, done this before. You know, <laughs> well, that's awesome. I want you to get up here towards the front. Do you have some Kim folks here? Yeah, I got my grandparents and Chuck Roach is, is, is my cousin. All right. Great. Well, family, I'm asking you, you're going to help in this deal? Are you in it just like him? You're going to help guide him, be in agreement with him, protect him in Christ to become the man that our Lord has intended for him to be? Awesome. It is awesome. And you're going to have to get up here to the front. Yeah, how is that? Listen, wait, 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 wait. I got a couple questions for you. Yeah, woof. He's a woof. <laughs> Do you believe that, that Jesus is the name of names, the Lord of lords? He's By his blood is what creates the opportunity for you to have the grace to be a new creation. With all my heart, he says. Do you believe that God is, is his father, creator of you and creator of the universe and got a plan for your life? With all my heart and soul. And do you believe that by the power of the Holy Spirit is how you're going to get that done? With all my mind, my heart, and my spirit. And I baptize you, my brother, in Christ. Yeah! 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Small price to pay is awesome. What else we got? Somebody else? These guys have been obedient today. It's been amazing. This is not the last opportunity for some of you. This is the last opportunity for some of you. You don't know. You know, I was I was reminded of Red Red told me a story about Bob Freeman who'd been here and he had him ahead on collision not very long ago. And he's like, you know what, there ain't no time. Uh, one minute he's driving behind a snowplow, and the next millisecond he is in a head-on collision. No time. There was no time to make things right or to get to get some of you here. This could very possibly be your last shot. Make it right. Some of you are going to have a lot of chances. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you that if the Holy Spirit's convicting you, I'm still up here. If not, c- come on up here and... Do, do we have a closing hymn? So we'll, I'll bet he can muster one up. Look at these little guys here, man. This is, this is life happening. I, I got to tell you about the men that we have in our group. We, we, we are so blessed to have our men's group. And two weeks ago, Jada brought it to my attention that we needed men to lead this. Immediately, there was four men stepped up and said, we are called to do that. It's awesome. That's life. If you're one of the 24 new members, I ask you to start heading to the hallway because we want to love on you. And we're proud to be in the same family with you. And the newly baptized, absolutely. Well, thank you guys for coming to Thousand Hills today. I want to pray us on out of here. Lord, thanks for for loving us all, no matter how bad we are. Thanks for dying for us. Thanks for inviting us and giving us an inheritance as, a, as an heir of you, of your throne. Be with us all this week as we go our separate ways. Be with everybody's jobs, their travels. Be with everybody's business. Be with our president and our leaders in Congress as they're at a big division. And may they find uh, whatever's best for our nation and 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 maybe be guided under you. Be with us. Keep the Holy Spirit in our life and forgive us all of our sins. These things we ask in Christ's name. Amen.